Well, I Hopefully might have made a lot of that up, so yeah. you might watch it. But this is about the only time I watch. I watch from now till the finals because uh, I used to be all about it. Like I'd watch three or four games a week, and then at some point I realized uh, I don't care. Yeah, I ain't never watched basketball. Now I watch baseball out there, yin yang, but I don't care about basketball. Baseball's more your pace, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially now that they've picked up the pace a little bit. Yeah, we go. It's more in my taste. Somebody said that they had a new rule, like a pitch clock or something, mm-hmm. that I don't know. the Because here's the thing. I hate baseball. I understand. Always have. Never played it as and a kid. Horses, which is yeah, baseball and horses. And uh, I'd, huck, I'd throw a damn baseball at a horse. <laughs> uh, but somebody said that they had like a pitch clock yep. to kind of keep the momentum of the game going. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that if they do more than two pitch clock violations – Tony Stewart drives his damn car out there and runs him over. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. Yeah, He's always so. in, in in the dugout ready to get. Yeah, just constantly sitting there with his key or with his push button start ready to go, drive his little go kart or whatever he killed that guy with. <laughs> you know, it has that pitch clock. It. I always thought the issue, the biggest issue I had, I guess, was. With these, with the was with the batter. Yeah, that's what I thought. After every swing, they'd st- they'd get out yeah. and they'd adjust, 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 adjust them gloves. This, that, and I kept do thinking, that, do every that. time they touch them gloves, you ought to call strike. Yeah, just strike one. You do the other glove, strike two. Mm-hmm. You do that first glove again, you're out. Yeah. How many times do you need to adjust the Velcro on your gloves? Yeah. Well, the pitch clock actually almost solved that. Yeah. Because the, the pitcher's got to be ready. Yeah, the pitcher's going to be throwing it. In, so the batter's got to be ready. You better be in there and ready. You don't mm-hmm. be stepping out. Yeah. Don't so be, it, it, I didn't know. I didn't realize it would solve that issue, but it did. So yeah. I just I'm, can't I'm believe okay that how many baseball players. Uh, how many seconds on that pitch clock, anyway? Well, if nobody's on base, if it's just you and the batter, it's 15 seconds. Oh. If a runner gets on, they give you 20 seconds because, you know, you got to kind of look over and look yeah. back a little bit. So yeah. You yeah, tease him and be like, hey, I see you. So when you throw over to first base, does it start over? The clock? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. But you only get two throwovers. Mm, well, right. let me restate that. You get two throwovers, whereas if you don't get him and he gets back to the base, you know, no, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. But on that third time you throw over, you better get him. If you don't pick him off, he gets to go to second anyway. Now we're getting somewhere. Now I might watch some baseball. Yeah. it. Ha- I think it has improved, like say, the pace of the game. And yeah. that might be, and yeah. this is pure speculation on my part. It is. Where, where some people like you didn't watch baseball because there was so much yeah. dead time. 100%. Down, you know, no action. Yeah. Batter, who wants to watch a batter adjust his damn gloves? Yeah, these are grown adult men that can't figure out Velcro. I mean, should you, should you be out here? Shouldn't you be in a room somewhere with somebody you watching you? The triple center yeah. or something. Somebody needs to be monitoring you, being like, "Okay, Vladimir, can you figure out this Velcro today? <laughs> you know, within a timely manner. And if you can't, then you can't go play today." Do you say the name of Vladimir? Yeah, probably Vladimir. <laughs> or like, uh, there Raul. is a guy named Vladimir. Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I would I would have bet on that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Is he from Russia or Central America? I think he's Central America. Okay. Got a damn intermingled family. Yeah. Could be. Uh, but yeah, intermingled. Uh, mm-hmm. Intermingled. Like uh, I forgot what it's not like co-parenting, but it's like where they 
you know, fornicated outside of their home country and made a, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what got on an airplane. I've been to some foreign countries. I yeah, know yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, somebody was making out on a boat or something. <laughs> yeah. To make Vladimir Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, but they need to, uh, I figured out this morning that, uh, I figured out recently that, because I don't have a problem. But I figured out this morning that June. Just go preface it. Let's just think about that. That uh, Juneberry and cinnamon, when you mix those two. What did you say? Juneberry? Juneberry. It's a berry that grows. Just in June? Huh? Somewhere. They have a new Red Bull flavor that's. uh, I said this morning. It hit me this morning what it was. I figured it out the other day in the evening at an appropriate time. But that cinnamon uh, whiskey and. Juneberry Red Bull. If you mix those together, it tastes like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you're thinking, <laughs> or I think I know what you're thinking. But I had one near the other, you know, and so I finished one and I took a sip of the other. I'll let you figure out which one I finished. But <laughs> at an appropriate time in the evening, you know, once I was home safe and secure, uh. If you mix cinnamon whiskey and Juneberry Red Bull, the taste that you know hits your buds is hot dog. <laughs> and immediate when I did it, I thought cinnamon whiskey's good by itself. Juneberry Red Bull, although it was lukewarm, was also decent by itself. It's a summer flavor they have, uh, but I had them consecutively too close together, intermingled. And uh, you thought you had a hot dog. It tasted like I just ate a hot dog. Was it, was it a hot dog like with mustard and, and chili it's, and no, onions it's more on it? Just or like was a regular it? dog, like a one you get at like a uh, sport, like a baseball game before you uh, dress it. it. Yeah, ah. like a nude hot dog basically is what it was. And when it hit my taste buds, I was like, "Oof, that's unique in a bad way, unique." And uh, then a minute went past, and I was like. That hot dog was pretty good. Dog. <laughs> I got to figure hot out dog. what that was. A little bit more chili I, on that thing. It had been good. I <laughs> recognized the flavor, but it wasn't immediate like, oh, hot dog. So I did another trial test run. You <laughs> did know, just 22 more trial test runs. Yeah, just to see. All right, I know what that is, but I don't know it. And so on that second sip, I thought, oh, that's hot, hot dog. dog. Which made me think, are hot dogs made with like, Chicken beaks and feet and cinnamon and Juneberry. Is that what's in hot dogs? I Who think knows? hot dog. Could and be. hot dog is only uh, that's they use peckers and lips is all they use mm-hmm. in hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, peckers and lips. Yeah, huh? peckers and lips. Well, somebody was making a hot dog one day on TV, and I was watching it for some reason. <laughs> well, <laughs> baseball wasn't on, huh? Yeah, there wasn't yeah. a baseball game on. And uh, they said this is a. Uh, Local hot dog, and I thought, local. That, what does that even mean? And he said, "Yeah, we use uh, local cuts of beef, pork, and chicken in this hot dog." And I thought, so basically, these are like turducken sleeves or whatever. <laughs> That's what a hot dog is. It's just a intermingled mashup of meat yeah. that they slide into a tube. Well, now hold on a minute, because you don't do. I mean, you know about this, Earl. You know. <laughs> You know, like like the chicken plant, well, they don't have beef at the chicken plant, do they? 
I would think not. I don't think you can. Uh, e. coli is probably real prevalent if you start. Well, how do they get all these meats together? Where they well, they got a, 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 a central depot. You yeah, take all usually your. Usually, what happens is <clears throat> that chicken plant. All the leftover stuff that the people that eat chicken won't eat. Mm-hmm. Peckers and lips. Peckers and lips. Peckers and lips and the feet. And, and so they send them off over to this one warehouse there. Mm-hmm. And the same thing over at the little hog factory. They there's parts of the hogs, the ears and the snouts and the, well, maybe the peckers too. Tails. They they send them over. And so you got this warehouse with the chicken parts and the pig parts and the cows, of course, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And what parts talks, do they send on the cow, I reckon? Well, the peckers and, and lips. What about the hoofs? They don't eat them hoofs, do they? No. I don't know about the hoofs. It might be. Could be. I think it but, says in the Bible you can't eat, like, Pig hoofs and uh, cow hoofs, stuff like that, don't it? I, I don't know. And then some bastard made a hot dog. Yeah. Somebody at this warehouse says, now, I got all these damn products. What what can I make? Now, there for a while, they made dog food and cat food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they thought, boy, I bet I could trick some dang humans into eating oh, this stuff. yeah. If I were to throw a little bit of that Juneberry and cinnamon in it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And that's what happened. They started yeah. spitting, you know. One line goes to kick dog food, and the other one they throw that Juneberry and, and mm-hmm. make hot dogs. That's what it was. Old Ralph was in there. He was like, I got to do something. It was Oscar. Oscar. I got too Myers much. Myers boy, Oscar. Too much leftover. <laughs> Couldn't get him to do squat, but he'd run that uh, warehouse. <laughs> we got too many tails, you know, and hooves and feet. <laughs> uh, Peckers. I need you to order 600 pounds of Juneberry and 600 pounds of cinnamon. And somebody was like, what? 600 pounds? He said, we got a damn stack of tails over there. It's taller than the building. <laughs> Order it. What are we going to do with all them tails? Yeah. And I also need the balloons that they use to make animals, you know, at the fair or circus. Long I need skinny a, ones? Yeah. I need a bunch of those. So call up Ringling Brothers and see if they got spares. <laughs> and the purchasing manager is like, I think Oscar's losing his damn mind. He's not going to. Oscar's been <laughs> drinking again. Somebody's going to get fired over this. <laughs> And then it all came in, and then about a week later, Oscar was rolling out there with a grill, and he was like, hey, y'all want to eat lunch? I got y'all hungry. Me. People were like, what is that? He's a like, well, this dog. right here is a uh, cinnamon duck feet, you know, tail chicken wing eater. And he's like, you need a better name than that. He's like, well, fuck you. Call it a hot dog. Well, you see, they, they was already making dog food there, so he had dogs mm-hmm. on his mind. That's why he went with hot dogs. And, dog. and he put them on that grill. And had it, cinnamon it, in it. Hot dog. In the middle of the damn summer, mm-hmm. it was hotter than damn it. Making dog food, hot dog, to give this piece to the humans. And yeah, then somebody ate it sense. and realized, hot dog, that's pretty decent. Okay. Damn, What's that new guy's name? His name's Jamie. C- Jamie, come here. Taste this. You gonna like it? <laughs> and Jamie ate it, and he said, "This is a lot better than the dog food." This is, this is, yeah, this like, this is doing all right. Right? You're here. not supposed to be taste testing the dog food, Jamie. And he's like, "Oh, hmm, oh." The guys back there told me I was supposed to. Yeah. So <laughs> somebody, somebody had to damn make sure it was edible. Yep. Somebody hazed Jamie into tasting dog food, and then Oscar made hot dogs. The rest is history. Now there's a damn wiener mobile that rides around. And I may have it all wrong, but it makes for a good story. On the Wienermobile? I think you can now rent the Wienermobile for your honeymoon. Well. And the driver will drive you around and you spend your honeymoon in the Wienermobile. 
I hope that doesn't take uh, off. Yeah, I could make that. Yeah. I wish somebody I knew would rent a Wienermobile for their honeymoon. Well, Josh, I would never quit making jokes. Well, Josh. Josh. He's getting married next week. Yeah. So, or two weeks or whenever. Or last week, whenever this comes out. <laughs> Oops. Wonder, yeah. It was last week. wonder when we can get this Wienermobile. I, I, you'll have to call old man Meyer and, and, and find now, out. I, you reckon I why they hadn't started making like uh, many Wienermobiles? That you could buy, you know, or they deliver. It's still that big long thing, like a 19 feet long. Yeah. You do a couple six footers, you know. Yeah. You don't have to have a damn Nathan's Fair dog coming up to your wedding. Just roll up in a damn Not a foot tundra, long. A regular hot dog. Not a foot long. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like another business opportunity we can explore, it does, you it? know. Hot dog. Yeah. We'll have, we'll come up with names for it. We need to talk to Oscar and Jamie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it tastes uh, cinnamon. Uh, whiskey So and this Juneberry You keep speaking of mm-hmm. No idea Well you just Did they just Make up a name I think so It's kind of like Frankenberry The cereal That's blue That has marshmallows in it And it's like Frankenstein's little nephew Or whoever On the cover But it's Delicious Has a bunch of sugar And marshmallows in it It's like Lucky Charms But Blue And Different <laughs> Same thing, only different. Yeah. Speaking of Lucky Charms, you know them little guys on that box? The children of the little rascal. No, them little, little leprechauns. Little, what, you, what you call them? Lep- leprechauns. 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 And I've asked y'all this before, I think, but I'm, this is a business idea I've been thinking about. Okay. Now, what, you know, and you got Keebler Elves, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they go up in that tree and cook cookies, delicious cookies. Yeah. You know. So, how do you know the difference between a leprechaun and an elf. And what's that other thing? Little bitty thing? Egret. <laughs> no. What little bitty thing? Yeah, you know, little, them little things, they look like little Egret? flies that land on your shoulder. Oh, like a Pomeranian. Oh, no, no, you're talking about a, like a Tinkerbell, a fairy. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the difference. One main difference is their clothing that they wear. Leprechauns will only wear tailored suits that are green. Uh, and they'll have red hair because if they don't, they don't make the coat. And I've, I've often seen them with a hat on. They all wear hats. Yeah. Some of them wear with top hats. On front. Yeah. yeah, some of them wear hats like Josh used to wear or still does wear. Uh, and then elves will mostly be dressed either in like bakers uniforms with hats mm-hmm. or in red and green Christmas attire. And that can get a little confusing. With the green suit that the leprechauns wear versus the green that elves will wear. But they'll have like a Christmas hat, you mm-hmm. know, or uh, like holly bushes hanging from their feet. Where do you, does, does because. And fairies can be either one, but they're just homosexual. Mm. And they fly around. They got little things. They can fly, can't they? Most yep, of them. Elves and elves and leprechauns, they can't, they don't have no apparatus no, they creep They stay low either. to the earth. The, the, what, what, I've never, I've I've often looked, but I've never found. Uh, uh, well, I ain't never found a leprechaun or a, or or a elf or a fairy. Now, listen, I think I've seen a wisp of a fairy every once in a while I go by. A wisp? Yeah. You smell one. You see, you catch something out of the corner of your eye. You say, "What was that?" And you, by the time you turn over there. Kind of like that mouse up there. I think what you've been seeing is that mouse. It could when you be. say you hadn't seen Trace, you have. You just thought it was a fairy when it was actually, what's your name, Gerald? Yep. Gerald's been slipping around watching you. Mm-hmm. 
Now that's the thing. Fairies are mostly. Uh, Somebody tell me fairies was always female. Any truth to that? I don't know. I never seen one. I think I've heard one. It was either a fairy or like a fast bee that went by. Or bees. Nah, he's still there. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, you have to let them leave naturally or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you got to talk them into them leaving. It's a bad neighborhood. Maybe yeah. leave. I've tried to convince them, yeah. you know, but they don't want to hear it. <laughs> they want to move on. Huh? I don't even know if they have ears. Yeah. I don't know if they hear. They might so, not. Because if, if surely if you told them how good the weather is in Florida or something like that, they'd move on down there. You would but. think, but they're not having it. They really enjoy my porch for some reason. And it's not that great. I put it together. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like it's a mansion. Maybe they're trying to improve it or something. I, you know. Maybe they're trying to fix whatever I screwed up <laughs> when I put it together. Maybe they're holding it together. <laughs> now, that could be. Um, but, yeah, I, you, no one, we don't need fairies, elves, or uh, beavers. Well, you do need them. I mean. Who's going to make the cookies? Yeah. Mm, and, and, and the lucky charms. And the lucky charms yeah. and. And and which one of them lays at the bottom of that rainbow? Probably leprechauns for sure, like in a uh, stump of a tree. Yeah. And but also probably fairies out there tanning or sunning, you know, trying to get their beach body ready. Mm. <laughs> beach body. Yeah. Um. But we could put grandmas. To, there's not enough grandmas doing shit. Like we don't have. There's not grandmas doing enough. They can make cookies and cakes. And they could figure out how to make small bites of cookies and just put them in milk with marshmallows. They could dye marshmallows. And then what the fuck are fairies good for? What do they do? Ah, They're supposed to grant wishes, ain't they? Bingo. Grandmas can I ain't do never that talked too. to one. Grandmas have income that they're not using <laughs> unless they're, you know, on just on the government. But if they, you know, lived a you know, decent life and have some money saved up, they can grant the wishes too. So we can replace these three ills of society with more grandmas. <laughs> if we just had more grandmas? Well, we got probably got enough grandmas. They're yeah, just not being need, used right. Not productive. Yeah. We need more useful grandmas. We don't need them sitting around not doing shit all day, knitting. What we need, I guess, is start a coalition of grandmas, right? Yeah. Union. A union of grandmas. Yep. Grandma union. Or union... Um, We'll come up with a better name for it. Yeah, because I don't like of, unions, but, you know. Yeah, a, assortment of grandmas who are pro- productive grandmothers union unite. United. All we need is a warehouse and some ovens, right? Mm-hmm. Warehouse, some ovens, and some uh, somebody to run the accounting department so Uh-oh. we can grant wishes, you know. And it don't <laughs> have to be – they could just, you know, we'll have to have someone – deciphering hey is this a real wish from a real kid who really needs something versus this is this their grandson who's a piece of shit and just wants something because he knows grandma will get it for him yeah i was in the latter group (laughs) so if you wanted something and your parents said no ask grandma and she will do her best yep or get you a knockoff version of it, and you will also then be disappointed, and you'll quit asking grandma for shit. Mm-hmm. That's their goal, I think. They're smarter than most people give them credit for. Oh, they've been around a block time or two. They mm-hmm. know what's going on. So, yeah, we need more grandmas. Don't drink uh, June berries and cinnamon unless you really got like a hankering for a hot dog. And what else were we talking about? 
What would happen if you drank that and ate a hot dog? Would you not would you not realize you were drinking or not realize you were eating? Probably what would happen is one, you would need a heart doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. soon. And then especially if you really love both of them. If you were like, "Hey, I can mix these two drinks and it tastes like this food." Or I can eat this food and it tastes like these two drinks and you're like, I'm set for life now until they quit making this summer edition Red Bull. And so you would need a heart doctor. You would probably also need help because if you love hot dogs that much, do you solid chance you're going to hell? Yeah. And if they ever fix Notre Dame or whatever and people can go back in there and actually do some praying and not get touched on, you might be able to get some help there. And forgiveness. Yeah, but and, until and that I'm, point, I'm I'm just like you. If that was to happen, I guarantee you, whoever did that, they'd be calling me. Say, is this Buddy King? Said, yeah. Can I borrow your heart machine? I said, what you mean? I, well, I did this Juneberry and cinnamon, and mm-hmm. I ate a hot dog all in one time, and yeah, it blew my heart up. <laughs> we could run a test with you. We could give you one of each. No, I don't like <laughs> hot dogs that good. Because yeah. you know why? They're full of peckers and lips. I don't like that. And yeah, but what if you could drink a hot dog? Now, that's not a bad idea because there are a lot of people. Actually, that's a terrible idea. But, <laughs> but I know. Started what you're off saying. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounded good at first, but, you know. It's a good thought, but also a horrendous act of making it happen. No, you, you do not want to liquefy a hot dog. No, no, no. So, what you can do is just get a Red Bull and a cinnamon whiskey and call it a day. And then, if you say, oh, I need chili on this, well, eat a spoonful of chili out of a can, you idiot. Like, you don't have to mix it. You don't have to. When people put food on their plate at, like, you know, big meals and dinners and stuff, I give you a pass on breakfast food because I like breakfast food. But if you go to a big gathering for, say, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and you got them oblong chinette plates, you know, which everybody had that or the divider plates, yeah. dividers are the way to go. But if you have one of them big chinette, heavy-duty, you know, whack somebody with it, it's going to hurt plate. And you just pile food on there till it's stacked up this high, like you need sideboards. Yeah, that's what if it's piled up and there's just shit going everywhere, uh. then you are fat as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to say that, it because you're not. Yeah, I was to say that, you're ain't, not. that ain't necessarily right. I am, but I tried. I gave it my go. best effort. I piled a plate full of food that Big Buddy said I had to have sideboards on, and yeah. I just couldn't get fat. Well, that's the thing. Now, okay, not everybody. Ninety per ninety-seven nine percent of people who do that are just fat as shit because they're just shoveling it all in. They got two forks going, just doing this, getting it all in there, not even tasting any of it. Just I think put it in a blender. I, drink and I've it. often thought about this because I mean, Earl come eat, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, everything, you know. And and Mama was a good cook, so I mean, yeah. I didn't, you know, we all piled up. He was in there throwing some food out. Too, oh man. yeah, so but I think what happened is Earl, when he went into the hospital, and and his friend come over and felt his grits. I think, <laughs> I think that's when they took all the fat out of him. Oh yeah, and, you know, I see they that. just scraped it out. Get that mm-hmm. fat out of here, and that's what they did. They just. I guess the doctor put on a glove and scraped it to the side or something. Get that fat out of here. Because Earl eat all that. He won't get fat. Yeah. So Good stuff, too. I think that was kind of the thing. You were the test run. Because, like, I don't, were any of y'all fat? Any of your brothers, sisters? Oh, fat? yeah. Chuck, yeah. Chuck got pretty plump. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time. 
Chuck's yeah. right big. Bobby was he he was too active, you know, to yeah. get too fast. Well, that was the thing. They were test dummy and you because they knew all right, we got grandkids coming. Unfortunately, you know, the first seven were girls, and then me and Josh <laughs> came along, and they were like. All right, we're going to see if we can, you know, we tried on Mama Earl. He said, who are y'all? It didn't take, <laughs> you know, it didn't take on Earl. He didn't get fat. So she switched it up and stopped making ham and turkey. And she would just give us a milkshake, homemade milkshake and deep fried French fries. That's we a damn lie. She'd give, you, look at she'd us give you a Red Bull and some cinnamon. Tell oh, hot yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking a lot this week about uh, which is good because you need it at work yeah, stuff. yeah. i uh <laughs> normally i just don't you know but i've been it's been on my weighing on my mind and i really wanted to see if y'all had a good answer now this is going to sound this might sound dumb but i need so will our answer <laughs> yeah so we're on the same page yeah i was thinking realistically how many uh helium balloons do you think it would take for us to hook to your belt to get you off the ground to get you airborne well now the first thing you'll have to do is quantify what size balloon you're going to eat probably like a 18 to 24 inch 18 latex to you know something that's not industrial grade but like a normal birthday not a normal birthday balloon but like a birthday balloon for someone you love Normal birthday balloons are like 10, yeah. 14 inches. Yeah, and, and you most get those, of them pop before you get there. Yeah. But these good ones, yeah. like if you get, somebody you love, they like 18, 24 inch, yeah. big ones. The ones you see out in the front of a car dealership. Yeah. yeah. You know, not the one big one that's, you know, almost knocking down a damn airplane, but, you know, the normal big ones. I don't know. I ain't never done the math on how much weight a helium balloon would lift. Hold on. You could do the math? Well, I'm sure there's a formula that says so many cubic balloons of helium So many will cubic lift. balloons can raise Earl. Yeah. What, who wrote this formula? <laughs> I think Einstein was involved in this. Well, now, see, that's what I'm thinking. We could Google the formula and kind of get a good estimate. Or we, we just try it. Trial and error, you know, and we wouldn't try to lift you immediately. Because just say it takes 300 balloons. To get you off the ground. It probably don't take near that many, but just say it does. 300 balloons and six and a half helium tanks. It's going to cost a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. We could start small. We could get a small helium tank and a pack of balloons, 20 in there, 24. And we could lift smaller things. Like first we'd lift your cup. Then we would lift uh, a golf bag. You know, actually you and the golf bag might weigh similar. About the same thing, yep. yeah. And then, if there's a driver in there. Yeah. yeah so. Then we could move on to something more dangerous. Like we could try to lift skillet, you know, and we'd have to like tether them, whatever the, what is the yarn? It's not yarn, but it's like a balloon string, you know? Yeah. We need a lot of that. Ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. And then we need enough to keep like a 30 foot span of like, all right, once he takes off, we got to get him back. You know, we got to tether you. Yeah. yeah, that's what we got to do. Oh, we're going to be tethered. I we don't want you just to float off and wind up in China. But I'm going to have something on me that's going to be able to deflate a few of them balloons. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, you can't do it too fast. Well, yeah. 
Now that is a formula that we may need to look up. <laughs> yeah. That's right. The I one mean, to get you off the ground, trial and error. I think that formula is something like 32 feet per second squared. Yeah. We need that one to be more precise. Or or we need a big trampoline. We should probably do this like near a circus. Because <laughs> they're going to have balloons. And a big trampoline. And, and big animals. Trampoline. And animals. <laughs> That we can trial run with. And they're also going to have that cannon that shoots the little person across the stadium or whatever. Or like Evil Knievel's son or whoever. Just in case you get loose and the tether breaks, we could aim that cannon, shoot him. Let him grab a hold of him and bring mm-hmm. him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a ball of fun. <laughs> 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 Looking I'll, forward to this outing. Yeah, I was just thinking that we have cameras. You know, and audio equipment to record it. So well, yeah. see, oh, you, you know, want to record it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but but back when we actually would have done this, we didn't have no yeah audio equipment or <laughs> nothing to record it with. Mm-hmm. But now we're better suited to handle the. Yeah, Earl ain't better suited. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking we could all. What we could do is we could get a uh, insurance policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we get one of those first. <laughs> to start things off. And um, then we could go to, what we could do is we could go to like a nursing home first and just tell them. Get hey, somebody. Hmm? You're just going to go to nursing home and get somebody and, and balloon them up. You can take a person, I don't think. That's you got to trick them. You got <laughs> yeah. to be clever and trick We got to roll up in there and be like, hey, we just want to make y'all laugh. We're going to tell some jokes. We got balloons. Sit down in this chair. Yeah. We got balloons tied to. <laughs> yeah. And then see, we could do it. See, now that, now we're getting somewhere. We could do a test run and not even tell nobody. We find old Henry over there at the nursing home. And we're like, hey, we, you know, you can make balloon animals, can't you? I can make balloons. I don't know about animals. <laughs> Hippopotamus. We could make. We'll get somebody to make balloon animals. Well, Josh went to the zoo that time. If we could ever find yeah, him, probably, yeah. You know, he was he he talked forty five minutes about this some bitch who made balloon animals at the zoo. Yeah. Like motherfucker, you don't realize these real animals right over there <laughs> that you should be looking at. You watching this damn painted man make wizard. balloon animals? Yeah. What's wrong with you? So we could get that Josh's buddy to come make the balloon animals and then just tie a bunch of them to Henry's wheelchair and just up. I'll get up there and talk nonsense, and y'all just keep tying him off to his wheelchair. And, and then once notice. he finally, you know, levitates, you just be like, oh, "We got him, we got him." And then we'll see if he wants to, you know, try it again. No, later, we've got at a, a point. Later we got a point down to we got him, we got him, we got him. Yeah. You're not gonna notice him going up. Nah, he won't go that fast. Oh, okay. Well, like, I mean, you do, you tie a damn little dog balloon animal to him, and it's the six hundredth one y'all have made in the past thirty minutes. He's just barely gonna move. But you'll notice, you'll be like, oh, oh, he's going up, he's going up. And then you do one more. <laughs> Is that the way we're going to say it? He's going up. He's yeah. Going up. <laughs> I mean, I'll be able to see y'all get happy about it because your hands are definitely going to be tired at that point. So you're going to be like, we need to get this done now. <laughs> What I'd like to do is maybe start back drinking before we do all this. <laughs> well, this is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. If you drink yeah. beforehand, it's going to be that much more fun and probably not hurt as much when you come down. Right. If you miss the big trampoline. Where do they sell big trampolines at? Sam's? You'll have to ask Barnum or Bailey. We could probably just borrow one of those. Or theirs. Old Man Ringling or his brother or, or something. Which one the, did the tiger eat his face off? Barnum? Mm-mm. 
That was Siegfried and Roy. Wasn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them got, oh, he ate the whole person, didn't he? Didn't the tiger eat the whole guy? They yeah. saved him. I think they saved him from waist up or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I saw them. Me and, me and Daddy saw them in uh, Vegas. Before before this happened, before yeah. the lion happened, thing, tiger thing happened, they 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 can make they make you go wow. Would they do some magic on you? Hell yeah! I mean, I ain't kidding. He'd be standing right there, and three seconds later, he's way back over yonder. Casting spells. Well, if he's that good at magic, he can get the hell away from that lion. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. <laughs> when that lion started eating his face off, he just went over yonder somewhere. <laughs> you would think. Well, what did they? They said that they were mistreating the animals. Is that what they were doing? And that's why that one got pissed off. Or they crossbred a tiger and some other animal. I, and I, I don't know. They had some of them white tigers, you know. Mm-hmm. White tigers or whatever you call. What, they, you, what do you call them, Earl? White tigers. I get. I don't know. Did you see these white tigers? Yeah, I seen them with my own eyes. Do they make white tigers? They painted them or something. I don't know how they made them, but they had them. A white tiger, mm-hmm. Earl. They blue eyes. No, I didn't get quite that close, <laughs> Earl. Did you see these white tigers? Well, I was drinking at the time. Well, and my also they is, were doing magic. So were yeah. they white? Who knows. Hell, they could. They might not even been tigers. I don't know. They could, they That's what I'm been. getting to, Earl. You say you was out there and you saw these white tigers. Have you ever seen a white tiger anywhere else? No. Well, how? What makes you think Fred Refred or whatever his name was? What makes you think they only ones that got a white tiger? How many white tigers did they have? A bunch. They well, a bunch see, of huh. they kept they what well, they captured the the market on white tigers and they got so. them all. I think they got a monopoly on. It. They got a patent on it. I think. Well, why do they only have white ones? Why don't they have all colors? I'm gonna well, call Earl. They ain't got that far yet. Earl, I'm gonna call bullshit on this right now. <laughs> okay. You're saying they have white tigers? Yeah. I ain't never seen. You go on National Geographic and you look all through their books and all through everything. You ain't gonna find a white tiger in there because ain't no such thing as a white tiger, well, Earl. Man, you might you might want to check into that. They might be such thing. Y'all remember when I was a little kid and they had them books that had. Uh, like animals on them and it was like one book was one and like you, they had the tiger book and the monkey book an effinite book yeah yeah and but it was like 17 pages of just pictures of that one animal yeah but you, they had 600 books in the damn series you know yeah. you could get at school and marketing oh yeah that's marketing you could buy one book for eleven dollars yeah. or you could buy 75 books for twelve six dollars a piece <laughs> yeah or you could buy the whole set of six hundred for a dollar ninety seven a book. Yeah. So they were gonna get you. Mm-hmm. But if you bought one book and you brought that into a classroom full of children, there would be a damn fist fight and oh, some yeah. kid wouldn't want to see the tiger book. He'd want to see the, you know Monkey book. Yeah. Or the damn Mastodon book, which isn't even it's just a fuzzy elephant or whatever. <laughs> fuzzy elephant. Mm-hmm. I did a whole presentation on elephants, you remember that? Showed it on the T V. I had elephants up there. I, I grew one. Fuzz on them. I don't remember that. Oh, it might have been before my time. It might have been. I thought you were here for that. But I'll try to find it and we'll rehash it. <laughs> I, uh, in case you missed it. See if anything changed. I took a week off from work to make it. And it, it was only about six slides, but it didn't, it didn't go over well. <laughs> Especially that drawing I did. It looked like a sick elephant or something. But getting back to these white tigers you say you saw, Earl. <laughs> now... 
Then what makes you think them. these are? What would you mix? What would you mix breed to make a white tiger? Earl? I don't know. I ain't in the tiger raising business. Zebra, I probably. Get, all I can tell you is, instead of orange, they was white. Hmm. White and black. Yep. So they're zebras. They're little bitty short legged zebras. <laughs> <laughs> That's what mean, I saw them zebras. zebras. They were no damn yeah. white tiger. You saw a zebra, Earl. You see them anywhere. There's a bunch of them everywhere. Well, they could make them somebody to disappear, too. What if they did that? What if they had zebras and they are such good magicians, they convinced everybody they were tigers? Could be. They had me convinced. Like I say, I had been drinking at the time. It's a much better story to say a tiger ate your face off than a zebra yeah. did it. Of course, but, uh, Boomer, he got bit by that horse or whatever. It ruined his rest of his life. Who's this? Boom, <laughs> Boomer up in Wahala, walking around everywhere he went. Boomer not doing well. Boomer, some I don't. No one knows his last name. He uh, he passed on now. But, his name's Boomer. Yeah, oh, I didn't know Boomer. I well, you've know. seen Boomer, Earl. I may have seen. Boomer, uh, you have seen him. You've been through Wahala, and you've been through Wahala. Been well, who's the two guys that walked around Westminster? The brother, what was his name? Stagger. Well, Wayman. Wayman. Stagger. Everybody know Wayman. Yeah, Wayman and Stagger, and he was na- uh, aptly named yeah. Wayman Staggers. But the other one that looked like he was from ZZ Top had a little red oh. flyer wagon. Oh, you know, uh, your cousin. Yeah, you know, we worked at the used to work at the Winn Dixie. Uh, Oh, hell, Earl, you know him. Oh, hell, I don't know. I might yes, have you do. He walked the street all the time, Earl. He walking. He ain't got no car. Used to work at the Winn-Dixie. No, that guy still works at Winn-Dixie. I'm talking about the guy. We don't even have Winn-Dixie no more. ZZ Top Beer. <laughs> talking about Cliff Owen. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Cliff. No, I'm talking the about The other guy. one, is yeah. he, he wanted to. Uh, you were related to him or something. <laughs> Whoa. When I made fun of he him, He handled some like, kids, oh, you know, over at the rec center. Lived across from the no. Round Top Church. Right there, you know who I'm talking about. Don't no. act like you don't. That's Tony. and he Yeah, did. that's him, Tony. Yeah. He molested kids or something. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking I about. I might cut that out. <laughs>